You're listening to In the Chair with Kay, a Christian podcast embraced by spirituality, encouragement, and prayer life. It's your host, Kay Copeland. Hey, you guys, it's your host, Kay Copeland. Um, I just want to wish each and every one of you a happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Um, I wanted to do a holiday special um, for you guys because I love you. And not only because of that, because something has been really heavy on my heart um, that I care to share with everyone. So let me formally introduce myself for those of you who may not know me or who I am. Um, my name is Kenyana Copeland. Call me K for short because I know some people just don't remember that long, complicated name. <laughs> uh, I'm a writer. I am a podcaster and an enthusiast. So uh, my purpose in life is to help other people, to encourage other people. And I get that is my passion. I get so much um, fulfillment, self-fulfillment out of doing it. And it's not that I'm looking for anything back because I'm not. But there's just something about encouraging someone else or something about putting other people before myself that I honestly love. Um, so I'm not going to knock that. But again, uh, happy holidays to you guys. I love each and every one of you. So let's get on with the show. The theme for today is Tis the Season to Be Lovable Towards Everyone. So I know some of you guys are like, you know, Kenyana, aren't you supposed to be like officially launching January 6, 2017? Yeah. Yep. You're correct. So why are you on here now? I'm on here now because I wanted to do a holiday special for you guys. I wanted to do a show so you get a feel for what I do in the atmosphere of, the, of a show. Yes, you guys, there is an atmosphere to a lot of things. <laughs> Um, so I thought, why not discuss friendship? Because a lot of us, we don't have um, real friends. We don't have the type of friendship that God and Abraham had. And some of you might not understand or you might wonder, well, what kind of relationship did God and Abraham him have? They had a really good relationship and a relationship to a point that we all know that God is uh, the beginning and the end. We know that God is the almighty. God is the creator. He is the author and the finisher. But there are times when I'm sure that as being creator and Lord of all and um, a provider that there are times you become frustrated with people because it's not that they won't do what you want them to do. It's just that people become selfish and they're not so much of, they don't become selfless. They don't think about other people. Um, so Abraham and God had a type of relationship where if something was to go wrong, let's just say, or God you know, got sick and tired or frustrated of, you know, his people that he just kind of wanted to smite them and Abraham had to stop him because we all get to that point sometimes where it's like, I'm frustrated with this person. Like, I don't know how many times I have to repeat myself. This person don't listen. I can give 10,000 uh, nuggets of advice or tokens of wisdom and they just won't take it they'll come to me just to probably hear me talk just to go back and do whatever it is that they want to do 
And yeah, we all feel like that at times, and God has felt the same way. Um, but let's talk about this friendship, because I feel like, like I said, not all of us have friends who um, are like God and Abraham. Some of us, we just kind of count the friends that we have on our hands and be like, yeah, well, these are my friends. Me, personally, I have, I have two best friends, but... I have one best friend, a girl, her name is Triana Lee, well, woman, and she knows everything before anybody else does, and some things she know that nobody else does either, I mean, well, except for God, of course, but um, we have a type of God and Abraham relationship, not that neither of us are God, because we're not, um, but more so of because when times challenge us and we feel like, you know what, I, I just really need to go ham right now. There's another friend, a good friend, who can just kind of stop you in your tracks and say, I know, you know, how you're feeling is crazy. You want revenge or you want to do this and that. But pray about it. Stop. Breathe. Like, and then figure out what it is that you want to do. Don't be so quick to react. So... The Bible says that Abraham was God's friend. Um, they had a relationship of respect and obedience. This does not mean that Abraham was sinless, but he trusted God to lead where he was supposed to go. So when God spoke to Abraham, he immediately obeyed. And even though, you know, he was obedient to God, Romans 4 makes it clear that his salvation was not earned by works, but it was earned through faith in the promise of God for a savior. And I think in some friendships, if you're in the right friendship, we are offered the benefits of greatness or we're, we're offered a savior, if that makes sense. And I'm not saying all oh, the other person is God. I'm not saying that. To be a savior often means to extend grace to do something for other people out of your own will, your own need to be kind, to do it because you want to do it because you love someone. Um, so sometimes that that's what a friendship is. And like I said, not all of us have friends like that. And if you don't have a friend like that, I would advise that, you know, maybe you just kind of look somewhere else and, you know, <laughs> see what else is out there. At least something or someone that is, um, a Christian, someone who actually does not just talk the talk, but um, they're living a Christian lifestyle because that's very, very important, whether we like it or not. So um, friendship is built on respect and obedience. And I know some of you guys might be thinking like, okay, that's just plain stupid. That is not stupid. That's what friendship is actually built on. Now with my best friend, I've been best friends with my best friend for over eight years and our friendship has been built on the foundation of of course spirituality but respect and obedience because we understand each other we understand that to have a healthy friendship that we must have respect and obedience towards one another it's not just one way it's both ways and it's about trusting each other when you need assistance 
um, on decision making. And that's how it was with God and Abraham. Yeah, God was frustrated with these people. Ooh, like they're they're so they're 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 carnal. They don't they're so selfish. They don't they don't pay attention. They they do things and then they, they watch and they take God for granted. But Abraham was there to remind God, listen, I understand, I know how that feels. But breathe, take a minute. Take a minute, stop. Don't don't smite these people. Just figure it out for a second what it is that you want to do. Because when you love people, when you love someone, it's pain. Whether you believe it or not, it's pain. It's pain because like I said, friendships go through a lot of ups and downs. It's not always smiles and selfies. Sometimes it's tears and it's it's pain. So real friendships require self-control, selflessness, selflessness, and laughter. And I have that with my best friend. And to possess self-control and selflessness is honestly, that's a gift. That's not something that everybody has because you can be friends with someone and they're talking about themselves the entire friendship. No, it shouldn't be that way. When I'm talking with my best friend and we're having conversations over the phone or when we're out to eat, it's about a whole bunch of stuff. It's, it's not, oh, well, you know, Kenyana, what are you doing today? Or what are you going to do when you go home? Have you been working on your writing? It's it's not always that all the time, and I'm thankful for that. It's different stuff with each other. It's, you know, well, it's a beautiful day outside. Outside, We talk about the Lord, how good God is. Stuff like that is, it's beautiful. And you don't really encounter or experience a real friendship until you have that one friend who stops you from... <laughs> wanting to knock somebody out or, you know, wanting to be petty. A real friend does not allow you to go and do crazy things. A real friend will stop you and say, look, listen, I understand how it is, but you've got to, you've, you've got to come about it or you've got to go about it another way. I remember I was going through a situation with my husband and Lord knows how I am. God knows, God knows. And I'm pretty sure some people have already seen it. And I wanted revenge not just on my own husband, but on someone else as well. But what I couldn't, I and I didn't like it because I felt like as my best friend, you're supposed to take sides. You're supposed to side with me no matter how wrong or right I am. You're supposed to side with me. But thank God for a friend like that because it wasn't siding with me. It was her saying to me, well, Kenyana, I understand that you're upset and I understand that you haven't been coping or you have not been dealing uh, with your marriage the way that any normal person would, whether it's crying, whether it's getting therapy, whether it's praying and talking to God, but revenge is not the answer. And the best I could do or the best I could tell you, Kenyana, is to pray for her. Pray for her. She may be going through something or, or whatever the situation is. We don't know that, but pray for her. And 
I love the Lord. The Lord knows I love him. But I'm sitting here thinking, well, did something happen to my friend? Because she's sitting here saying like she's taking sides with the situation and, you know, not with me. But that wasn't it. Sometimes God sends friends. Sometimes God sends family. Sometimes God sends strangers, people into your life to help you to become a better person than who you are to help improve. There's always room for improvement. And sometimes it may not be the most comfortable process, but a good friend will stand there and yeah, they'll feel the pain with you, but they'll keep it real with you. And not all friends do that. So I thank God for my best friend. And sometimes a friendship is about giving up your own wants and needs to be by the side of a friend. And i that's something I've experienced, I can honestly say, with my best friend. And I've never, ever, ever, ever really experienced so much of that with my own siblings. And we're close. I love my siblings, but... There's just something about the best friend that God gave me who offers me something different that I may not be able to find in my my siblings. They may not share the same, let's say, morals or beliefs that I do. And that's fine. People have different beliefs. They have different morals. But when you have a friend, when you have family who's genuine about how you should go about a situation, how you should take your flesh off display, how you should be a little wiser, how you should smell a bit better in God's presence with your attitude. That goes a long way. That says everything. So here's my question for my listeners. What is your definition of friendship? We all have our own definition of what friendship is, but what is your definition of friendship? My definition of friendship is basically having a friend or a best friend who will make you uncomfortable in situations that you want to get comfortable in. To me, that's the definition of a friendship. They'll they'll keep it real when you don't feel like being honest with yourself. So, when I tie this into the holidays, another question is how does Christmas cheer tie into being selfless? What are you doing for someone else today? Are you buying them something? Are you giving them words of encouragement? Are you loving them a little bit more than you did yesterday? Because life is short. Life is not promised tomorrow. And some of us go to bed and we think, hey, well, I'm waking up tomorrow anyway. You don't know that. What are you doing for the holidays that's selfless? And what I did, one thing I did was I I sent something to my best friend. Normally, I don't send anything. Because no material thing could ever amount to the bondship, the friendship that we share 
I feel like it doesn't amount to that. It's not good enough. But hey, I went ahead and bought some stuff and I and I sent that. That's how I was being selfless. Have you been about yourself this holiday? Ask yourself that question. Have you been about yourself or have you been about someone else? And I think for me, I it's it's been more so about everyone else this holiday, which I'm, I felt really good. I felt really good rather than last year because last year I splurged, you guys. I mean, I went all out for Christmas. But I think for the fact that I didn't want anything. I had no desire to want anything, but I wanted to do something else for someone else. It made me feel really, really good. And here's another question. Question four. Faith has a lot to do with friendship because of trust. So can you share some of what you've been doing to exercise your faith? Now, some of y'all might be like, okay, what in the world? Kenyana, what are you talking about? Faith has a lot to do with friendship. You telling people your darkest secrets. There's maybe only very few people in the world who keep your darkest secrets who won't share it with anyone else. Where you won't have to hear it being echoed around the world or coming back to you. That's, that's faith. That's putting faith. That's putting trust in someone. Saying, hey, listen, I don't have to stress you about this, this, and that because I'm aware that I have faith in you. I have faith that you'll be a good friend. That you won't ever tell my secret. And that's like with my my best friend. I've told secrets. She's told secrets. We've never not once heard them echo back to each other. Because we understand that in friendship comes respect and obedience. And we have that. That takes a lot of a lot of self-control, a lot of discipline, a lot to do. And the last question is, what are some ways that a friendship should benefit you and the other person? A friendship isn't just a one-way thing. It's not a one-way street. It's not a selfish mindset. Because... Before I met my best friends, let me tell you guys a little story. Before I, must, before I met my best friend, I had a bunch of friends. And a lot of these friends were so loyal to me. Like, I feel like they looked up to me. And, and this was stuff that made me feel really, really, really good. But then, when there were times when I needed advice... I needed my cup filled. These people couldn't do it for me. They were nice to all you people, but they couldn't do it for me. They couldn't give me, they couldn't help me with what my best friend gave, gives, and has given to me. So I would say that some ways that a friendship should benefit you and the other person is by you giving and taking and the same applies to the other person your best friend or the other friend who's very genuine to you it should be a give and take situation but it should also have god centered in the middle of it because i think with god centered in the middle or built on the foundation of that friendship nothing could ever go wrong because there there won't be not one thing 
that a friend or a person could say to you that will make you feel like they're disrespecting you. And that's one thing about my, my, my best friend. There's not one thing she could say to me that would make me feel like she just violated me. Or like she just said something inappropriate to me. No. Because our friendship is built on the foundation of Christianity, of loving the same God, of understanding respect and obedience towards one another. I don't feel like she's wronging me. I don't feel like she's judging me. Versus explaining something to someone else who don't share that same bondship, who don't share that same belief. I may feel like, okay, now you're saying something to violate or you're just being petty or you're judging because 10 times out of 10, that's how it is. So the moral of the story is that no one is perfect, but the perfect friendships come from being yourself and not needing to always be the center of attention. If God can build a tight friendship with Abraham, then you can do the same for someone else. Adopt a friend for a day and leave them with encouraging words. So before I get off of here, because it's coming near time for me to exit off, I just want to say a little prayer. And I hope that this prayer reaches somebody. I don't care if it's just one person. I don't care if it's just myself. I don't care if it's just a 10-year-old, but I pray that this prayer reaches somebody. So if you'll just bow your head and close your eyes, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for waking me up and starting me on my way. But before I ask you for anything, because that's as a human, that's what I do. I ask, I ask, I want. I ask that you forgive me for my sins, Lord. For whatever it is that I've been doing or that I did, that was nothing like you. That was nothing in your likeness, Lord. Forgive it. Rebuke it, oh God. Correct it. Father, I ask that you just give me wisdom, that you give me knowledge, you give me respect and obedience. Teach me, oh God, the boundaries of what it is to love someone else and to put them first without feeling that I've passed judgment upon someone else because that is not my job to do. Lord, continue to help me to walk the right way, oh God. Continue to help me to see the right way, Father. Continue to help me to hear the right way, oh God, because not everything that I hear is in your likeness. Everything I hear doesn't come from people sent by you, oh God. So lead me and guide me in the directions that I should go. Give me the spirit of selflessness, oh God, that I may be a good friend to someone else other than myself. I praise you and I thank you and I worship you, oh God. And I thank you for showing and setting an example in numerous ways, oh God, the example of friendship. Not only did you do it with Abraham, oh God, but you did it by sending your son to die on the cross. There is no better friendship than for a friend who is willing to lay down his life for the one he loved. So I thank you for all that you are doing. 
And I pray that whatever it is that you sent the Holy Spirit to do in my life, oh God, that you continue to have him to do a great work in me, to keep working in me. Because God, I know that the Holy Spirit is working in me. I glorify you, God. And I praise you and I thank you. And as I continue to stay focused and as I continue to learn, oh God, and as I continue to understand, help me to, to, to not get off track, oh God. Help me to understand the real meaning of friendship. Help me to understand, oh God, that even if my friend is not taking sides with me because I want revenge with someone else, that they're there in the likeness of you to remind me that despite what I want to do, it is not my job to seek revenge, but to be more loving towards those who aren't deserving of my love. In Jesus' name, I do pray. Amen. I love you guys, and I'll see you in the next episode. You're listening to In the Chair with Kay, a Christian podcast embraced by spirituality, encouragement, and prayer life. It's your host, Kay Copeland.